Good evening everybody and uh, welcome to episode 5 and, and hopefully this episode is a, a lot clearer for all of you and if you haven't realised by now I am not driving. Um, I am currently uh, in Western Australia um, on the Give River Road, um, a very iconic road in Australia. Uh, it's beautiful, it's very remote, um, it's a lot of work and uh, I am having a blast. Um, I have found this amazing little spot and it's kind of 15 bucks a night and there is a swimming hole. Yes, with freshwater crocodiles, but you can see them, so as long as I can see them, happy to swim. The water is beautiful, um, it's very fresh and clear, and you know, it's the um, water of the gods, and not many people get to come out here, so I feel very blessed. Um, and I am going to hang out here for a couple of days. I need a few repairs <laughs> done on Lucy. Uh, again, Lucy, my car. She, um, nothing, incidentals, nothing major, you know. But there's a bush mechanic, so um, I'm going to have some fun going to try and find the bush mechanic and um, see how we go. Uh, but yeah, so hold up here. It's too, too ridiculous to try and do anything but drive on the Gib. Um, it is a four-wheel drive road. It's, it's not as bad as what I thought it would be, but going off to the stations, that's, the stations is challenging. Do you know, it's even probably more challenging than the Gib. Oh, some of them. Um, so this one that I'm at now is not, um, it's, few ups few ups and downs um, but then you're here so which is great I um I, I, I have had a request for more travel funnies um and funnily enough I do have a list and I will also make a point of doing that while I'm here um only problem is um may not be able to upload them for a week um this is like very remote um do you know in terms of where I am in Australia at the moment um Kind of like halfway between Broome for people, Derby, Broome, um, and the Northern Territory border at the top. Um, yeah, <laughs> yesterday I was at the re most remote station in Australia and I can confirm <laughs> it is remote. And they have not done anything with their roads since the 40s. <laughs> anyway, so this is this is where I am, and and I wanted to like tie everything together in the sense of what we've been talking about and the things I've kind of been offloading and going and going through, and you know, like um, I think you know some of this unpacking my brain is also me wanting to give you know, you guys, the listeners, um, you know, some of my tips and tricks, do you know, but I think in that I've been quite focused on my tips and tricks and the kids at the park at the moment are playing spotlight and I may pause and go and join them um, because that's a wonderful game. Love that. You used to play that with um, my child protection kitties. Um, <laughs> I thought it was fabulous. 
um, to anyone. So did they. Uh, you know, play is super, super important. And play with fear and risk and, you know, like it helps people to, um, it's, it's good. Anyway, not going to get into exposure therapy or anything like that. But so um, play creates safety, blah, blah, blah. We, that's something we can talk down, down the track. Um, this, this episode is about trying to tie things together, trying to help make meaning of, of, of my babble um, and um, where I've been going. And I think I had this in my head that it had to look a certain way or, you know, I had to make sure that people were getting, um, you know, really good tips and tricks. And um, <laughs> can you hear the kids counting behind me? Oh, my God, it's so cute. Um, the kids here are very cute. Um, yeah anyway um so yeah so so what i want to do is i I wanted to kind of tie together the fundamentals of what i've been talking about um because that's you know that's one of the things i said i would do um and and then i want to kind of like look at like if that's the fundamentals what's what's the rest what's next what does that look like do you know because um like a lot of the time everyone is looking for a quick fix or they're looking for something a pill or a person or an expert or someone or a label or something to explain what's happening to them or why they are the way they are or, or whatever, do you know, um, which to me is really significantly connected to that battle within yourself of acceptance. Um, and of course there's things we need to work on and, you know, some there's things we need to make meaning and, and label and, you know, look at what, what we need to develop or what we don't need to develop. And it's not to put, I don't want to put down labels. I don't want to put down medication. Everything has a place and some people need this and some people need that. Um, but I think coming back to, some of the stuff that I've been talking about is about a fundamental understanding of yourself and self-trust. Do you know, like, it astounds me the reassurance that people need. And also, when you see them, like, when you actually see who they are and you you relay that back to them just the way they beam as if like yeah that is who I am (laughs) do you know because that's who they're trying to be or whatever I was having this chat to these these two lovely extraordinary ladies at these this really remote um station and um you know they just they were just really kind and they have lived extraordinary lives um and they try really hard at what they do and and they both were you know they, they're kind of a little bit lost in where that what they're doing in their lives that's probably why we're connected because we're all a little bit lost and i'm particularly one of those at the moment but i'm thoroughly enjoying being lost um uh i'm not looking for direction yet I'm still on the professional tourist. That's my look. I love how I get sidetracked, but that's whatever anyone says to me. What do you want to do, or what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I'm always. I want to be a professional tourist. Not sure what it is, what it looks like, but at the moment it looks like fifteen bucks a night, me swag, me sausages and veg for dinner, and um, the most beautiful 
billabong not 10 steps that way and um, my phone keeps alerting me that messages are trying to come through <laughs> um, so and waiting to be sent so it will keep beeping uh, again my apologies but look it's not the two-way you're not putting up with the two-way um, so yeah so, so I was chatting to these ladies and um, and what I said to them you know like one of them was a like a outdoor teacher and she was really quite she was quite firm but firm but fair and kind do you know and like and encouraging and but but really like this is what it is and I'll show you and you like you know and, and that belief in people and um and I said to her you make people feel safe and she just looked at me and it was like this relief on her face and she welled up and she said that's what I try to do and I'm like you do clearly <laughs> and you know like it just like clearly that one comment mattered so much to her um and that was really lovely um, she gave me this massive cuddle um which was very sweet but do you know like she'd spent a career trying to do that and her career trying to fight with with trying to have that purpose and that purpose being okay and and you know like and and that was that purpose is really the framework to who she is as a person do you know so even by simply saying to her you know like you make people sort of feel safe because this this and this that was that meant that i saw her and who she was trying to be do you know not necessarily who she believed she was and I know you probably, everyone's probably like, oh my God, Jesse, you are so overthinking this. But not really. Because if, if it didn't matter so much to her, she wouldn't have been so emotional and she wouldn't have hugged me in the way that she did. Do you know? And it was a real kind of, because she would have been 60, it was a really kind of weird moment. I, like it was like a really maternal hug. um but um which was beautiful but I was the she was the she came in as the like the yeah it was weird lovely but being seen like that for what you were trying to do or what you've been trying to be the person the identity all of that kind of stuff the purpose being seen like that so randomly like that's this i wonder how that would fuel her do you know because that stuff fuels us do you know when people notice us you know when they notice the things we're trying to do and they're considerate of that and they acknowledge that and do you know i find that um i find that a really powerful thing and i try i do actually try to do that when i'm connecting with people um i don't want bullshit (laughs) conversations and things like that like and and it just came out with her I wasn't even do you know what I mean we were just having a chat um but I often try to purposely do that with teenagers and children when I'm working with them too just so that they can they can see the difference between who they're trying to be who they are and who you know their inner critic is giving them shit about do you know like the you know the different personas like heaps of psychologists and theories and blah 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 have all talked about the same the ego and blah 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 you know the ideal person the id or whatever um you know and then there's the 
the ideal self, the real self. Um, and even Jung, when it, heaps of them just talk shit about it, do you know what I mean? But um, to me, that's also where that battle sits in understanding yourself, do you know? But we do, we do need reassurance. We do need feedback. We do need, you know, that acknowledgement because that that makes that makes the effort <laughs> worth it and it makes people want to keep going um but we're we're so insular these days that um and everybody's feedback is based around you know subjective bullshit do you know what i mean like it's all based around you know like the amount of makeup that people are wearing they're not really seeing who 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 they are like whether you're a female or a male everybody's wearing makeup these days it's crazy like and it's fine I just find makeup really hard work and annoying um whatever sometimes I'm girly sometimes not in the bush though but wait till you hear travel funnies about makeup in the bush <laughs> it's a very good travel funny mm. just having some of my cup of tea got a honey tea um which is lovely and nice before bed so in my ramblings there i'm coming around to that that framework of you do you know and and what i've really truly been trying to talk about is about how that self-acceptance some tools to understanding how you know just some really small insights into you know emotions and stress and the mind and fight flight and you know how how some of these concepts like because there's so many different ways of putting this but if you peel it back to the bare bones right mind body um emotions or heart do you know um and you start from that basic you start from you know understanding how you operate are you a thinker do you operate with high levels of stress do you not do you have a nonchalant attitude do you you know do you deal with your emotions when they come up are you able to talk about your emotions are you able to physically express your emotions do you know do you do you have conversations and drive about purpose and about understanding yourself and about acceptance and about or do you have an internal dialogue that's really like you know a bunch of mean girls <laughs> like the movie um you know like what's your what's your understanding of yourself but then it's also what's your understanding of yourself and your needs do you know and your emotional needs and your emotional awareness are you are you in a relationship where you're using your partner as your emotional regulator do you know so common <laughs> particularly when you sprinkle in one or two midgets um midgets being little people that eat shit and cry um yeah i feel bad now that i said midgets again not perfect um so Apologies to all midgets and little people, but when a family sprinkles in little humans, um, 
Do you know that's a, a relationship that that, that introduces some struggle and then there becomes emotional regulation and you know not everywhere but that can happen happen beforehand too. Do you know where your your happiness is dependent upon the other? Do you know your stress is dependent upon the other or taken out on the other? Do you know like it's a you're an emotional um, punching bag or you're you know a people pleaser forever or agreeable or do you know like these are just extreme examples you know they're not they're not everyone's case but um, they are things that I do see a lot of um, when we're when we're avoiding dealing with ourselves or when we don't know how or understand what we need to deal with ourselves when our own attachment styles haven't been great we've been overly attached or under attached or you know an abusive attachment or abandonment attachment or anxiety attachment or whatever kind of attachment label or fancy new thing that you want to put on it um but oh my god can i just say please do not come up with any new fancy fucking labels because they shit me because there's so many it's very tiresome i often just agree with people and try and figure out what the hell they're saying (laughs) i'm gonna cop a lot of shit for this but like oh my god there is a new word for like everything do you know and one this this is why it frustrates me right because i cannot google it because i have a very safe phone don't have weird shit coming up on it i don't have because i don't google stupid shit and i don't want to google labels that i don't understand for fear of what might come up (laughs) it's funny that i don't want to tarnish my little google search engine isn't it um i also sometimes don't really want to know you know some of them are really kind of like um you know just simple kind of coupling things and stuff like that like years ago when i first heard that someone was in a situationship i don't know why you can't just say dating do you know like because in all honesty i'm not really sure what the difference is do you know like i'm really not sure what the difference is if you're not defined do you know to, anyway whatever um so yeah i um and then a coupling and then oh, as a therapist it's very hard to keep up with um and then the more obscure ones, the more obscure ones, and depending on who I'm talking to, I will definitely ask them to explain it to me because I'm not, I'm not afraid to ask. Um, and, um, you know, like as a therapist, sometimes you should know. Sometimes when they say things, yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't really actually need to know that. And I'll tell them I don't need to know that because it's important for me to have boundaries too. Um, anyway, unless it's relates particularly to to the therapy session um but all the like the poly poly amory and uh, like no let's say it again no it helps to hide attachment issues it helps to hide the significant 
emotional dysregulation or emotional dysfunction um it's not based on connection it's based on disconnection um, and it further damages people's relationship with values and self-respect and um, in my experience <laughs> I know I said that very definitively they didn't know whenever anyone has talked to me about open relationships or polyamory or poly whatever Never have I ever seen that successful unless it was on a random doco for somewhere of somewhere in some country. Um, and then I really would be interested to see what fo- what the follow-up of those docos are, but also what the um, abuse history of those people involved in that um, and attachment history is. Hmm. Um, hmm. And then it's very narcissistic, anyway, very narcissistic, very, um, yes, these are some of my mad tangents. Clearly I'm more focused on the rose <laughs> rather than in this, this little chat tonight, but okay. So we've gone around and around, but labels again, sometimes useful, sometimes just stupid, um, sometimes to justify a behavior and then do nothing about it. I know that will hurt some people. And I'm not fucking talking about everybody. If that hurt you, right? It's actually a reflection of what's happening for you. If there's shame there or embarrassment or, you know, that's that you've had a twinge. That's actually about, let's look at that. What's, what's Why is that there for you? Is there some kind of thing that you're worried about or you're conscious or something like it may not mean that you don't have the label <laughs> it may mean that you need to make more amends around it or it may mean that there's more work that you could do or there may it may mean that you know there's there's your there's some shame there and and shame guilt all of that it needs to be worked through otherwise it carries and it festers same with some of that emotion stuff you need to actually work it through and if that offended you that comment then there's something there that that you need to look at for yourself it's the same with ant because not everything is black and white do you know there's a bit of this and a bit of this and a bit of that and as i say as a therapist i'm a bitter because i do a bit of this and a bit of this and a bit of this I am not, like these are my opinions and my thoughts and my, they're not fixed. <laughs> they grow and they change and they evolve and I'm fucking wrong sometimes. But I'm not kind of like, my my opinions and are not a blanket, this is the world. It's a blanket, the world is grey and how do we understand that? How do we understand ourselves? But if you are having, like if, if the comment like that, has offended you why take a moment to think about why that has offended you what do you need how do you listen to yourself you've had a reaction what's coming up be with that just spend some time with what's coming up take a moment write it down talk to someone about it 
listen to yourself trust what you're saying mm. fundamentals of what I'm trying to kind of talk through is that relationship with yourself from a perspective of compassion curiosity and kindness do you know like sometimes like for instance that example sometimes we feel shame about things we feel sh like you know shame or or, or, or um, guilt do you know and I think I, I've talked I don't know if I talked about the difference between shame and guilt and shame is often our identity it's something that we feel shameful that's connected to our identity there's a sense of shame around it around who we are sometimes there's a lot of sexualized shame that people carry around their sexual selves and things like that um and then there's there's guilt and guilt is like when you've done something wrong and then i'm going to throw a whole other layer in there and this yes this is a fucking new one too but this mama guilt stuff that is just like do you know it's 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 the inner mum critic that you believe <laughs> even though you argue with it but you believe this critic and this you know mean mums i'm trying to think of this there's the, what's that mum movie that's that's really funny and they do stupid shit but they think they're bad mums when really you know they're all just trying their best a bit crazy and loose but not loose but is in loose but loose is in well actually you know <laughs> loose is in like um values and stuff like that but when it comes down to it they've got really core good values um and they're doing their best but you know there's some really good i can't remember who's in it that um ashton kutcher and that he, not he's not in it but he's wife's in it she's She's a really good actress. I can't... Melia, I think. I can't remember. Anyway, someone will tell me. But, you know, like, that movie in itself is not... Like, it's a movie, do you know? But there's some really good themes in there about... Do you know, like, how... I don't know if mama guilt or but that, that really thick layer of the inner critic, but it's the inner mum critic, do you know? And, um... Oh, God. I can that can do a number do you know because it's insecurities like that underneath any of that kind of stuff right any of that shame or embarrassment or even sexualized shame it's often connected to insecurities do you know always same with anxiety you know when your anxiety is yelling at you right it's because you feel super insecure about something basically voila <laughs> I am kidding with the walla. I'm sort of not though, because <laughs> there's a bit of method. Because you know, like when you focus on, like if you if you just break it really down simple, and if you're struggling with anxiety, do you know? You think of what's the things you feel insecure about. Do you know, like like so, so sometimes when I work with teenage girls, the the thing that they feel insecure about, right, is often being liked or or included or um you know or safe safe is the other big one do you know where they don't they don't understand someone on someone's behavior um you know like like often i'll be you know like one nervous 
one nervous hormonal kid meets another not nervous hormonal kid and goes explodes <laughs> do you know and both walk away thinking that they're both the weirdest people in the world when really their beautiful weirdness met their beautiful weirdness if they could get over themselves and understand that that's actually beautiful um not then get anxious and punish themselves and internalize that and you know never speak to a girl again or a wolf for a couple of years or you know become really anxious about your relationships and your friendships and you know letting that voice in your head take over um and some of some of that is it is exposure is whatever blah 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 blah. i can go off on a bad tangent but i'm trying to stick to stick to what we're talking about how am i doing <laughs> so really for this you know i really wanted to talk about how to tie all this together and the framework and i guess in a sense that you know what we are i am beating around the bush but we are kind of pulling some of this together and pulling it apart while while talking through some of these really simple examples do you know about you know being accepted being known do you know when someone knows you or someone sees you um or you know the other thing that 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 you know i was just talking then about you know your, your insecurities and things like that and, you know how to become secure in them and um you know and 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 i guess you know like beneath all of this right life's meant to be loved and experienced and experiencing it's messy 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 and it's insecure and it's shaky hands and it's sweaty palms and it's saying stupid shit and it's you know falling flat on your face in a water hole in front of everybody and losing half of your bikini because who cares about dignity <laughs> yeah i'm saving that for travel funnies oh but um yeah little pre preview to the next travel funnies um you know follows on from mine don't wear your car don't put your car keys in your bikini to um, make sure you keep your bikini on um <laughs> oh that's funny mm. my tea's very nice i might get some bikis to have with it too um i wonder if you'll be able to hear the crickets there's a big giant cow that walked through here before I was really scared because first I thought it was a bull. And then I showed me torch on her and I'm like, oh, no, you're not a bull. Off you go. Now I'm like, I'm hoping the bull's not chasing her through here tonight. Um, two nights ago I had to deal with a donkey. Um, yes, we'll talk about Jill the donkey too. Um, I'm really, I've got a lot of gold for the travel funnies. Um, I should not jump ahead. Um, so this whole experiencing life wholly to do that right sometimes we need that anchor or we need you know we need to feel safe to be able to let it get a bit messy um and when when we don't have that anchor we won't allow ourselves to get messy or if something's happened to our anchors do you know 
Um, or no one told us that when we like someone and that person acts equally as stupid, nine times out of ten that means they like you too. Um, like there's a real... People miss that. Um, so, but no one tells, like when there's, no one's told the kids that. That's part of the problem. Um, you know, is, 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 you know, you, you don't just feed them <laughs> hope for the best <laughs> you know um, like there's got to have those conversations too the good old natural consequences to life um, be able to what what peop, other people interpret other people so, you know like one of the reasons I think that, that, that people struggle with that interpretation is also because they spend so much time communicating via a device so they really struggle at the cues um, they struggle at you know like they're too busy sweating profusely <laughs> well before talking to a girl or a boy uh, to notice that the other person is do you know what I mean bright red and sweat is dripping off their face because <laughs> they're so caught up in these new because they're new confronting experiences because they're having conversations via phones uh, and screens anyway um sure we'll talk more about that in the future so the key tips and tricks to some of the stuff that we talked about in terms of this framework, right, is, as I said, you know, always coming back to what do you know about yourself? So you're a thinker or you need time or you'll need to yell and scream or what, are the, what do you do under stress? What do you do in relationships? What kind of attachments, do you know, like how do you understand yourself? And it's a, it's a, it's an evolution, do you know? Like I met an 80-year-old 80, 80 on the road the other day that's still trying to figure shit out. Jesus, but if I'm 80 and I'm doing that, like I am, she's been on the road for like two years straight. It's fabulous. Um, maybe she's the professional tourist, hey? But, you know... That's um, it's interesting in terms of she like you know anyway interesting in the way that you know her concepts of, of, of her life and you know what she was sharing and things like that. I, I thought it was very interesting. Um, so fundamentally, mind, emotions, and body. Do you know, start with the basics. Some of the tips in there that we've talked about in the last couple of days, last kind of episode, sorry, um, you know, about that framework is about that evolution. Do you know, like, um, and, and understanding the needs of your emotional experience, do you know, and, and how to feel your feelings. And remembering, you know, like if you if this stuff has resonated with you, check out my course. Like it's it's similar to, it's actually more structured and pretty, and you know, like less waffle. 
Mind you, I seem to be very good at the waffling, don't I? Particularly while I'm on sabbatical. People keep asking me what the sabbatical is when I say I'm on the sabbatical with Lucy. Um, oh, and um, I just say it means I've taken time off. <laughs> I should just say holiday, but it's not a holiday. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Can let the world tell me what I should be doing. Only goods ever come from that, from starting a clean slate and just seeing where where to next. Um, so I'll continue to do that and see what that looks like. Um, some keys about emotions, right? Try not to get stuck in judgment. Remember, your emotion needs to be experienced processed and then you can have some judgmental shit if you want to you know um or you can have some reason and logic show up and have a bit of compassion for the fact that you've having emotional experiences and those remember the intensity may be more than what it it it, it uh more than what it should not like it should rationally or normally be because it's fueled by a lot of unspent emotion that you may have been collecting and carrying around with you so um, there's more about that in the course too um, but it's a big tip um try like like sometimes we get stuck in that emotional volcano because we're, we're refusing to change because we're so scared of change so scared of losing control and we're not in control anyway um but get under remember control is safety we feel unsafe in change rather than seeing change as exciting and trusting yourself um, and then the, the permission to actually have pain not physical pain the permission to have emotional pain and I think under like just a caveat that right like some some shit should never be talked about. Do you know some dark terrors if you can you know lock them away and and try to live your life. Do you know like even as a therapist like I really don't think you need to go through what's happened to you unless you really need to but to me some of that is just so distorted so re-traumatizing so re-triggering so really putting someone in the fears you know um and 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 locking them in that and the reliving of that but and you know because they're reliving it anyway so it's it's just from a different you know like it's whether it's conscious or unconscious or whatever um and i know i'm i'm, I'm people are gonna get stuck in not being able to follow me at the moment but i just like my biggest thing is some horrors are horrors and there's actually there's no words to describe it there's no meaning of it there's no do you know it's a visceral horror um, and sometimes it's about how do you lock it away. Um, and smash me for it, whatever, I don't care. Do you know, like, um, 
example, early childhood abuse, sexualized abuse, long-term abuse, whatever. Um, do you know, like, child's mind cannot understand that, cannot make meaning. If you do therapy with a child around sexualized abuse and you're trying to help them to find meaning from the story of what happened to them, wash the fuck. Sorry, it's pet hate. Anyway, not going to go into that. There are lots of other different types of therapy to help someone learn and deal with relationships and the things that they need in the future. Um, you know, to equip them with what they need to live a healthy, happy life. I don't believe everyone needs to talk about things. Some people do. But I do not believe in my experience the majority of people that I have worked with successfully have actually needed to talk about it. They've needed to process shit and process a lot of emotion, but they haven't needed to find words to describe to me what the fuck happened to them. Just, just to be clear on my opinion on that... <laughs> Anyway, and no, yes, again, caveats, not for everybody, blah, 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 blah. That's why you're different therapists, different whatever. Um, I just don't always believe that people need to talk about their horrors. It's the same with some of that grief. There's some things that I was talking about in the last episode. Some grief you can't. You just can't. Um, I don't know, I'm coming up, this is a long one, this is a long one, I don't know, um, so permission to have pain, accepting the life's roller coasters, do you know, I think, do you know, remembering that there's a difference between your brain and your mind, and I'm going to dig around, like this is, like, I'm going to dig around in a lot of this stuff continuously um, through this podcast. I don't know what, like, this podcast is going to evolve. Well, the only thing I do know is travel funnies. <laughs> um, travel funnies and my dignity. Because, you know, like, I already left it at the last waterhole, so why not talk about it on a podcast, hey? Um, so, key things. I think really you know that you know life is is truly meant to be loved do you know like how are you loving it how is it loving you back um how are you experiencing it do you know not watching it on a screen um I don't like clearly I have things against screens but you know what I mean you're seeing how the the hopefully you're seeing both some of the things that I'm saying about how screens can impact significant relational learning significant emotional learning because they're not like in a screen you don't get the emotional cues unless it's a, a really good movie and even then there's a disconnection from it because it's so mind-numbing watching you know like I heard on average like six to eight hours a day for a teenager what anyway what everyone talks about you know 
how scary artificial intelligence is and blah 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 fucking blah it's already here <laughs> do you know screens are sucking the life out of the world they're already smarter they're already in control I don't know, like, don't, like, please, I'm not getting into weird conspiracies because I'm not into weird conspiracies unless they're funny. Um, Like that, I saw a salami with a star or some kind of astronaut or some, I can't remember what it was, but some chick did a salami thing and I thought that was hilarious because everyone thought it was something, Um, you know, which tells you a lot tells you a friggin lot about what people will believe isn't it when you have a few letters after your name mm, it's a scary thing anyway so I am um, I'm gonna keep talking about this stuff I want to talk through some value stuff and some stuff around um, purpose and some stuff on frontline workers and things like that in the next episode. I've already kind of written some things down about it. Um, and that's going to hopefully evolve. And I'll do travel funnies. <laughs> I'll do travel funnies and see how I go. And um, yeah, I hope you like those. I think you'll like those. I'm still <laughs> I'm still finding them funny. Um, yeah. So, mm, it has been nice spending some time. I have got my lovely tea still cooking away here because it's in a lovely Yeti. Um, and, well, look, Yeti should clearly sponsor me because I'm giving them a, what's it called? A, um, a thingy. And if they do sponsor me, I would love one that fits in my coffee thing in my car. Please, Yeti, actually. Yes. Because I don't have one. Yours is too... They're both too bloody big. Mmm. Mmm. It keeps everything so warm, though. I can drink a coffee off here like two hours while I'm driving. And it's still hot. Mmm. Actually, that's not my Yeti. That's my other thing. But anyway, well, you know. They're all the bloody same, really, aren't they? Yeti's just friggin' expensive. Uh, so permission to I'm just reading through a little tips that I wrote permission to hurt and be helped yeah that's the other thing not have the internalized conversations connect with others talk with others um but yeah I wanted to bring it all together a little bit and I think some of this has it's been a bit rambly though so you're welcome <laughs> I'm a little bit um sassy and um clearly time for bed because all the kids have started screaming so you know 7 30 nice time so hopefully they'll all be out by 15 minutes and um nice little stargazing and then i'll probably be out by mm, 8 30 max <laughs> um you know camping gets you up at 5 a.m every morning 5 30 watch the sunrise it's beautiful um mm, we'll probably about five here and um yeah so nice chatting and um hope you enjoyed the episode and um 
remember those key things, hey? And we'll keep continuing talking about um, how to have that loving relationship with yourself. Um, yeah. All right. All the best.